buddy. Hi, friends. Well, from two different parts of Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, we're <laughs> thanks to you getting COVID, we're going to be talking about COVID, yeah. getting vaccinations. Yeah. Friends, uh, I'm diseased. And still getting, still getting it. What does that mean? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a vector. I am not well. Oh, no. So, Vector uh, Dan. To, to anyone who has any questions about it, our just to be clear, our thing that uh, our meetup is canceled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, rightly so. Yeah. Like we're 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 not gonna. Well, I mean, we want to celebrate our ten ten year anniversary, but uh, I, you know. I'm celebrating by by getting <laughs> a, 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 the plague. So that that's how I'm <laughs> celebrating our ten year anniversary. I don't know what you're doing, Frank, but uh, well, um, hopefully not getting the plague. Yeah, don't. That's the way I'm going to celebrate. Don't don't get I, the plague. I still don't have my COVID test back from from. Uh, I went and got the PCR because I'm like, well, I was just in a room with Dan, so yeah, last week. Yeah, and I I haven't heard yet, but I don't think I have it. I don't have any okay. symptoms. So. Well, I I everybody I cross your fingers. Uh, that Frank doesn't also get it. It's uh, possible. Anyway, uh, let's. Uh, yeah, I guess stories. There's, a sh- there's a show to do. We're going to do a truncated show because I have yeah. limited energy this week. Uh, I think so, everybody will understand that. Dave. So hopefully you can be forgiving of that. Um, and those of you <laughs> to who, by the way, those of you uh, patrons to whom we have given the the holy priesthood. Mm. Uh, now's the time to use it to make my COVID go away. So yeah, point your prayers toward Dan. Yeah, everyone. just like do you do whatever you do, consecrate some oil and and uh, and yell my name at it or something. <laughs> all right, <laughs> just well, cast some spells. All righty. Well, hopefully you get better. I hope Thank you, you do. I mean, you might not, but um, what an awful thing to say. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Dan, have you ever heard of the Bigelow Institute for Consciousness Studies? <laughs> uh, no, but I reject it out of hand. I, I don't know what they do. I don't know what it is. I just reject it by the name. Well, Am I it was wrong? Found, uh, maybe. It was founded by uh, billionaire Robert Bigelow. Okay. Uh, he's, uh, he's the guy behind Budget Suites of America. What? Have you ever heard of them? Budget no. Suites? No. Yeah, you see them around. They have okay. them. They're like little, uh, they're like hotels. They're like uh, the. Oh, the... sweet. I was thinking S W E E T S. I'm like, cheap oh. candy? <laughs> I thought it was cheap candy. <laughs> it's a hotel. It's it's in the it's in the, the uh, hospitality industry. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's just they, they, they make the circus peanuts. And, okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Not, right. <laughs> Neko um, wafers. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he founded uh, the institute uh, uh, last year uh, to quote support research into both the survival of human consciousness after physical death and based on data from such studies, the nature of the afterlife. Ah, uh, yes. Oh. Well, they just had a contest and. Uh, basically a essay contest where there was $1.8 million awarded to the best essays. 
What does what? sink in? Just a little bit. Uh, the winner, the top prize of $500,000 went to uh, Jeffrey Mishlove, PhD, uh, for his presentation entitled Beyond the Brain, the Survival of Human Consciousness After Permanent Bodily Death. Uh, his evidence <laughs> included video snippet, snippets and testimonies regarding near-death experiences and reincarnation cases documented by memories of past lives. Oh, that's the level of evidence that's my required. My fucking god! To get why didn't I know about this? I could have written an essay. <laughs> I I could have gotten half a million dollars easy. Half a million dollars! It's just, uh, just his, all you have to do is lie. And no one can call you on it. His PhD, brace yourself, is in parapsychology. Oh, my uh, God. It's actually, though, from the University of uh, California, Berkeley. Shame he got it on in them. 1980, and he's the, it's the only doctoral diploma in parapsychology ever awarded by an accredited university. Shame on them. So, so it was 80 much what? shame. What year was it? 1980. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly right. That was back. <laughs> that was back around the time when, uh, when what was it? Harvard was studying. What's his name? The uh, the that Israeli guy. That did, oh yeah, I don't that went on Carson name. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, anyway, that's funny. Uh, anyway, uh, there was uh, the number two uh, prize. Three hundred thousand dollars. God damn it! Why didn't I know about this competition? <laughs> Uh, it was awarded to Dr. Pim von Lommel uh, for the continuity of consciousness, a concept based on scientific research on near-death experiences during cardiac arrest. Mm. So they're just collecting stories of people who had a near-death experience, right? Uh, experienced their brain shutting down. The and old NDEs. Mm-hmm. And they're, did, again, did they he's being awarded... As though it is evidence. Do they realize that the word near means something in that phrase? <laughs> well, I just love that this is basically that? like they, somebody just like saw the movie Flatliners and was like, <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, let's I, not like intentionally die like those ding dongs did. But like, yeah, yeah. this God. will be evidence. This will Everybody, like, you know, there's a whole world of nde out there people who are yeah. who who like record them and you know there's all these yeah there's this whole bunch of shit about ndes and whatever and you know there's there's all this i'm amazed everyone's amazed that these a lot of these people experience very similar things and very similar things can mean a lot like yeah. there's a big spectrum but you know <laughs> lots of like going towards light and lots of yeah. um, seeing ancestors or, or loved ones that have died and all of that sort of thing. And nobody in the NDE world thinks that that could be possibly be explained by like what your psyche wants to do in a crazy moment like that. Like, yeah, that couldn't yeah. possibly just be what your, what brains do. Right. When, exactly. when they're facing, like almost dying. Right. That's got to be, that's got to be, oh, the veil was lifted. Was <laughs> exactly. Right. Oh, golly. Um, nonetheless, you know, you know what would solve the question? What? If someone would actually come back from the other side and tell us. Why don't, why don't, what did Kat Kerr write a, 
write uh, an essay for this thing? Because she should have. She knows exactly what happens on the other side. I mean, like, if a body had been dead for, like, legitimately, legitimately dead for a while and then was, like, resurrected, right? And the person then really started, like, giving out some details, I might be like, huh, that's interesting. Especially if it was novel. Like, if we'd never heard this shit before. Like, if he's, like... (laughs) You know, spouting off some really unique and interesting things. Maybe I, I could. I, I, I'd be curious to hear what what he had to say. Anyway, third prize, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I won't go into what it was for, but one hundred fifty thousand dollars. One point eight million dollars total was given out. Wow! By this Yahoo, who's just throwing money away. Yeah, yeah. That is a uh, uh, in in search of evidence. That, that is, cannot be ever, like, you can't prove this. Sorry. No. Literally, you're searching for ev- evidence that cannot be found. But it's, like, it also says a lot about what their idea of what constitutes evidence is. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, they, they don't understand, like, when we talk about evidence, right? When we talk about something being fact-based or evidence-based, right? They don't get that we don't, <laughs> this isn't just feelings, Right. Right. Or or like uh, like anecdote. That's right. I mean, those yeah. are all interesting stories. What an interesting thing that you had happen to you if I believe you. <laughs> but that doesn't mean any it doesn't like it doesn't tell me what actually happened. It just tells me what your story is. Right. Yeah. So that's a yeah. I know. All right. Anyway, uh I'm going to take us to India. Now I, I have been to India and uh and seen uh the Yamuna River, which is a uh a river that winds itself. It goes it's the river that you'll see in photographs. It it goes behind uh the Taj Mahal in Agra and oh. then wends its way and goes straight through the middle of Delhi. Oh. And uh and it, it is considered by Hindus a uh, a holy uh, river. How they many do, holy rivers do they get? They That's got a what few. I know. They got a few. Yeah. Okay. This is this All is right. one of the holiest. Uh, and oh. you know, when I was there, I was told that uh, that the rivers are actually gods themselves. So, like, you would you think know, they the, treat the rivers better. You well, you would think so. Yeah. And part of this story is about. Like, you know, you've got Narendra Modi, who's the, uh, who's the prime minister there, who is a Hindu nationalist. So much so that, as we've talked about before, he is taking the Taj Mahal, one of the great icons of India, off of all of India's, like, websites and everything because it is a Muslim-originating uh, thing instead of a Hindu thing. Unbelievable. Uh, That's so ridiculous. So you'd think that he would want to protect... Hindu people. Mm. Uh, right, this is right. this this is currently uh, we're, we're we've entered into a Hindu holiday, and I'm trying to remember. It's called it's the festival of forgive me attempting this pronunciation, everybody. Chahath Puja, and yeah. this festival uh, is celebrated by lots and lots of Hindus. Now I'm going to remind you that uh, Delhi's. The you know the larger Delhi 
uh, metropolitan area has almost 20 million people living in it. Uh, mm. And most of them are Hindu. And uh, so a lot of folks want to celebrate uh, this festival. And the way you celebrate the festival is by taking a holy dip in the Yamuna River, which hmm. sounds great. Who doesn't want a nice dip into the river? Except into, that yeah. this river is so fucking toxic with all of the <laughs> shit that flows into it. Because upstream, there are, there's agriculture everywhere, and sure. they, have, they are not regulating this shit. So, like... There is in there's like pesticides flowing in from agriculture. There's uh, industrial effluent that they just pour directly in. They don't even treat the shit half the time. There is ah. all like the waste from New Delhi, all from Delhi, all like their literal sewage yeah. goes. A lot of it goes into this river. Well, yeah, the water flows away from you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, unless it you just, happen to be just a little keeps downstream. Going. Here's yeah. the thing. It's so, so polluted that there is literal foam on top. Ugh. There Ugh. is well, like well, how much foam? How much six foam? inches of white fo like <laughs> foam on top of this river. <laughs> no. Is, Dan, no. Is I'm that looking true? at a photograph right now. Like completely like latte like the thing just looks like a giant latte <laughs> yes yeah or a cappuccino it's more think of a it, cappuccino think, no no it, because it's dirty foam literally you can uh. see dirt on the foam think of it like there was a holiday display and the fake snow under the tree has been there since june it is <laughs> it looks horrible are people avoiding doing this holy dip no they're doing it. They're going in. They're you, basically you go in, and if you do, if you want to really do it, like some people are just going sort of up to their waist or whatever. But if you want to really do it, you immerse yourself in the water, and uh, and a lot of people are doing it. And you know, Modi's not doing anything to stop this. He like this is the same guy who wouldn't stop other ceremonies, even though like he knew everyone knew that they would be. COVID super spreaders and right. India had been hit incredibly hard by COVID. I look at this and I think I, I look at Modi and I look at uh, our former president, our most recent former president. And I look at, you know, Brazil's guy. And I just think these nationalists, these religious nationalists, these Christian nationalists uh, and, and Hindu nationalists, mm -hmm. They're, they're not, they don't love their people. They're yeah. not out to protect their, their people. They end well, up killing yeah. them. Yeah. Maybe Modi has like a lot of uh, stock in some like dermatology, like something or other, like, right. Like, like some sort of cream company. <laughs> some sort of <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Like, well, I don't know why you'd let people in that, in that river. I, like people it, should just like a they shouldn't be polluting it like it is but right, if it is right you so there, like, are, there are multiple ways to protect people from yeah. the river the first thing yeah. is don't allow pollution in the river but the yeah. second thing is if there's foam here's it, like the government's actual solution to this was just to drive some motorboats around to disperse the foam <laughs> 
The foam isn't the problem. The foam's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is what's in the water that could be causing the foam. That's causing this the foam. This is like, yeah. Oh, oh these Deeply talked. I mean, now, mind you, a lot of the people in Delhi are like, eh, toxic, in part because they have the worst air uh, of almost any city in the world. Their <laughs> their air, you know, especially in the wintertime, is like, you know, incredibly poisonous, not unlike yeah. our own city, which has a lot of poison air, but I think theirs is even worse. Theirs is probably worse. So they're yeah. just, you know... We, you just got uh, 18 million people who are just like, meh, poison. <laughs> no yeah, they're deal. immune to it at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, so there you go. That's that. All right, Dan. Are you a big fan of the Marvel universe? The Marvel, uh, you know, Marvel li- cinematic universe? I, I actually am. I uh, I you? like I like many of the Marvel uh the Marvel movies. Not all, but really? many of them. Yeah. All right. Well, uh there's a new one coming out apparently. Did you know this? It came out. It's, it's out. called Eternals. Oh, yeah. is it? I've seen it. So is it. I'm a huge fan too. Uh <laughs> clearly. Um but did you hear? Did you hear that it's been banned in Saudi Arabia, Qatar, <laughs> and Kuwait? <laughs> No, and since I didn't you've hear seen, that. since you've seen it, you can probably guess why. Uh, it, it, is it because of the names of some of the characters, or I, no, no? It's because there's a same-sex kiss. Oh, that's how that's how good you are with the homosexual. You didn't even notice. I totally didn't notice. Wait, it, it, it was so un, un, unimpressive. <laughs> They're like, yeah, there's like a gay character. There's oh, like a gay right. superhero that's, guy. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and he gay. has okay. his on-screen husband yeah. who they have a little, there's like a kiss. Apparently right. it's no big that deal. Totally didn't right. even register to me as like a thing. Yeah. One of the guys <laughs> is gay. It was just like, yeah. okay. And it's yeah. not, I mean, and it's not a small thing. Like there's several, you know, there's a whole long scene with his family and these two guys. Oh, really? And, yeah. Well, apparently the scenes with the families aren't what really got people riled up. Uh, it was the same sex kiss. The smooch. Uh, the smooch that, yeah. Um, and let's see. I guess it's the, actually the first gay kiss in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. Uh, and, About fucking uh, time, guys. <laughs> uh, I guess I- Singapore, they didn't ban the movie in Singapore, but they did give it an M18 rating, <laughs> uh, which restricts audiences to those aged 18 and over. That's yeah. yeah you got to be pretty grown um, up to be able to handle two people just having, you know, just mildly loving each other. Uh, I guess a spokesperson uh, for the country's Infocom Media Development Authority confirmed that it was a, that the rating was a result of homosexual references. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's uh, oh boy, you must be over eighteen to see homosexual references. Um, I guess there was also a sex scene between two heterosexual characters. I don't but, remember that yeah, either. <laughs> there was. Tur- yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I didn't pay a lot of attention. It's not a great movie, you guys. It's definitely one of the oh, one no. of the lower tier in the in the Marvel universe, unfortunately. The writing okay. is a fucking mess. Can I just say it? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's it's too bad. The the mythology that they that they create uh, because it's all it's all you know it's all based on sort of 
like the, the kind of the the underlying premise is that these are characters on whom the ancient myths were based, but but it was but the ancient myths kind of got it wrong or whatever. Anyway, it's uh, all okay. stupid. The, the the whole premise is dumb. I, I was uh, okay. not impressed. Well, anyway, the director Chloe Zhao, she said that she uh, and Disney, right? It's Disney who's making this, yeah. this decision ultimately to not cut this scene because they yeah. could just cut the kiss and then like they could be making money in Saudi Arabia, Qatar and Kuwait. But she has been emphatic that she doesn't want to cut it just to get it in places like that's. And so apparently Disney they're I mean, they're doing a little math, I'm sure, because like Uh if they let me tell you, if they cut that scene, what would happen in this country? Yeah. As far as like people getting pissed. Exactly. About uh, about about these movies going forward. So um, nonetheless, that's what's going on with the Eternals. Okay. Oh, there very you go. Uh, it's it's very sad for all those Saudis who really wanted to see it. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm going to tell us about a uh, a restaurant in North Carolina that uh, that caught some flack during oh, the no. pandemic. No. Uh, you know, every restaurant has struggled. During this pandemic, it has not been easy. A lot of restaurants have have been forced to close. um, And a lot of other restaurants have been forced to really re-examine how they do business and all this other stuff. And unfortunately, because a lot of governors and, uh, you know, the people in charge are fucking cowards, it falls to the individual uh, institutions, the restaurants themselves, to decide what they're going to do about masks and like what they're going to allow and not allow and blah, 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 blah. Now, uh, this particular restaurant called Luna Rotisserie in Carborough, North Carolina, uh, they decided to require masks, uh, which yeah. is a good thing. And they, uh, they enforced that, uh, and especially right at the beginning, you know, and I get this. A lot of the a, a lot of places were enforcing their their mask rules with a vengeance, just because everybody was being such dicks about it, and yeah. uh, you got to you got to go hard. Yeah. So, but that led a whole bunch of uh, anti-mask ding dongs to decide to uh, to troll them, and you know they would <sighs> go in and make a big stink and. Be like, you, this is my rights, and I'm American, and blah, blah, blah. You can't tell me not to infect other people, and boo, 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 boo. So uh, <laughs> one group of people in particular went in and literally just, it, it seemed clear they were there to harass. They, they, the, even though the weather was fine, they insisted on eating indoors instead of outdoors on the patio. They insisted oh, that God. they didn't need a mask or whatever. And uh, and we're just belligerent about it. Uh, and after the encounter, they uh, one of them left a a one star review on Google. Oh God! Which is God. some bullshit. Uh, like, how do you review that person? Right? Like, how does the restaurant right? Like, just be like, uh, one star person. I would like to review you back now, please. Um, <laughs> There, I, I do want to read the text of this review because it is, it's delightful. Quote, this place is full of satanic activity. 
As free-breathing humans, we were discriminated against. The waitstaff refused to serve our laughing, smiling faces. I cannot believe the treatment we received here as if we were, quote, below them. If you like freedom, go elsewhere. Oh, God. How dumb do you have to be? So that's obviously really stupid. Now, there's a lot of ways to respond to something like this. But I really like this restaurant's response. Okay. Which was, they made it into a (laughs) t-shirt. Well done. Yeah. They uh they did it. they the, the t-shirt has uh, an image of a of a devil like character in a mask as you do mm-hmm. with with their logo on the mask and uh, and the sign and uh, uh words that say this place is full of satanic activity and then <laughs> they printed the whole uh review below so i think <laughs> i think that's a great response i think that's exactly what you uh, need to badge do. Badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you get that review. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's good when you're pissing off the right people. Yeah. It's just so dumb, though. Like, <laughs> I just. But, uh, I mean, we've said yeah. it a thousand times already on the show and all of us in our personal lives to start the, the, the unbelievable turn of events with 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 these COVID deniers with these clowns. I, I, like I, I've sort of happily just sort of ignored it for a while. Like we haven't really talked about this kind of stuff on the show for a little while. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and it's We're gonna been be talking about it nice. more later on. It's been kind of nice though. I gotta say the little breather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but COVID I, drama, but I refuse to avoid COVID while I have it, while I am feeling <laughs> sick of it, while oh. it is, currently causing me pain yeah no i'm gonna talk about it well yeah let's do it dan okay well you know what? that's what's up next normally we would have a break normally we would like thank patrons and read some emails and whatnot but again truncated show yeah we're not doing Uh, it so are we just gonna dive into the next do we want to like dive into the next thing okay we're just diving in let's keep it simple yeah okay so it feels a little feels a little strange but it's the 10-year anniversary, Dan. We can do what we want. We can do it. It's our show. We You're can do what sick. we want. We've been doing this for 10 <laughs> years now, officially. <laughs> officially, man. It's been, yeah. That's crazy. Congratulations. I know. Congratulations amazing. to you. Literally, yeah. this is the longest I've ever held any job. So <laughs> by know. a lot, actually. It's crazy. Um, so there's that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. I got COVID and I was fully vaccinated. Uh, yeah. So that, that sucks. Um, you know, it's 91% effective or whatever it is. Uh, but right. I, I, I'm apparently in that 10%. Yeah. Who, who still gets it. Uh, fine. Okay. And then, I'll, of course, we're sort of in the same uh, time frame as the Aaron Rodgers story. Now, Aaron Rodgers is the Green Bay Packers quarterback. Right. Who, uh, who earlier in the year, when asked directly, are you vaccinated, responded with, yes, I'm immunized, or something yeah. along those lines, yeah. um, which, which, you know, was a bad faith way of saying, no, I'm not vaccinated. Um, but we, right. but everybody sort of took his word for it and just thought he was vaccinated. Well, it turns out he got COVID 
and he wasn't indeed vaccinated. And uh, a lot of hell broke loose on that front. Um, he instead had taken some sort of homeopathic bullshit and was taking the advice of one, what's his name, Joe Rogan, who... Oh, yeah. That's who you, that's every, who you want to listen to. Everybody, look, like health advice. Yeah, never, ever take any advice from Joe Rogan. If you listen to his show for entertainment, uh, uh, don't listen to his show. But if you do, at very least, don't take any advice from him. He is a world-class ding-dong, and he's hurting people. Yeah. Um, also, by the way, ivermectin doesn't do anything. He's taking ivermectin. I don't know. that. That's literally a drug for... It's a miracle Steve. drug if you have a parasite. It's not a drug <laughs> for viruses. It just doesn't no, do anything. No, you shit them out. You shit all the viruses out. Yeah. Well, that's how, I, I don't know right? if that's that what how? came out of me, but I've been... Anyway... Uh, yeah. So, and then I, I, so I, and so those are two stories, mine and Aaron Rodgers. And then I wanted you to tell you, you came up with a third story. That's a person that we know, uh, yeah. that is An another, that is another yeah. COVID story that, uh, that I want out there. And then we'll talk about what they all mean together. Yeah. Um, an older woman that we know, and I'm being generic about this because I haven't cleared talking about it with her. Right. She went to go get her third uh, vaccine dose. Her booster. Um, her booster. And uh, which is, she was being prudent. She's in the age group. It's, it was, it was the right thing to do. Right. Um, and then she had a, an adverse reaction and uh, uh, has uh, myocarditis now. And it's extremely rare. Like it's like it's a one in a million case uh, for women over the age of thirty, right? Right. And it's just it's just not expected. And but we uh, know but it can happen. Yeah. And she has some friends who are you know a little more con on the conservative side of things, and she's just like, I'm not telling them about this, <laughs> right. right? Because she's just like, it'll just be it'll just be fodder for them. It'll be see. See, you know, yeah. Um, I told you so, and it'll be a story that just spreads and does actually does harm, right? Well, here's what I As wanted an to example, right? Of right, and that's what I wanted to, down to talk about was that uh, why are her friends wrong? Yeah, her friends who would take her her story mm -hmm. where she had an adverse reaction to the thing, uh. And why, you know, why are they, why shouldn't they say, you see, this is a good reason not to get vaccinated and why yeah. shouldn't, and then, you know, to go a step further, if you take my story, Aaron Rodgers's story and her story, you could, you could very clearly look at those three stories and say, look, one guy fully vaccinated against the thing, uh, still mm -hmm. gets it. Another yeah. guy who's not who didn't get vaccinated but did other protocols also got it. So same, same. What's the difference? And then someone mm -hmm. who someone else who did get vaccinated and got the booster just did what they were told, had an adverse reaction. Yeah. What doesn't that point to? Maybe this is more dangerous than we're being told. Yeah. And the answer sure is, seems like it. The answer is if that's no. <laughs> it doesn't point to that at all. That's just three fucking stories. 
It's right, literally the, way the opposite our, of that. Right. But the way our little brains are, we're bad at processing this kind of stuff. So you hear right. three stories like that. And now you've heard like three stories. Yeah. Right. And it's, it, it, it sounds like, uh, it could be these, this vaccine. It's just, no, come on. And, and that's absolutely is, ridiculous. That is exactly right. It is like stories are what our brains process most easily. Uh-huh. And so when we hear actual stories, that's going to mean a million times more than data numbers. Yeah. Oh, we can't wrap our heads around the data for the most part, right? right. Like, like you can, you can learn to trust the data, right? But yeah, the, you can the teach da- yourself to trust the data just because uh, you know that, you know, when it's been, when it's being collected properly, when it's being analyzed properly mm-hmm. by people who are qualified to collect and analyze the data, you can know that there's, that it has bigger meaning than our brains want it to have. Yeah. Because our well, brains tell- want the story to have all the meaning. Yeah. But that's, but that is, that's literally, that's not a good thing. That is a flaw of human thinking. Yeah. That, is, that is our brains being bad at thinking, and that's why science was invented. Science isn't a body of knowledge. It is a system for trying to overcome our own biased, shitty, stupid brains and mm-hmm. do better. Yeah. And so, yeah. so yeah, our, those three stories, if those were the only stories that we, that anyone had any knowledge of this disease with, I would say that those three stories are a good reason not to worry about the vaccine. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. <laughs> we have data. We have yeah. science. We know that if there is a one in a million shot that you could get a, a, a negative reaction that, you know, the, this one group that isn't even the whole th- the whole group of people, but this one group has a one in a million shot of one uh, negative thing. Yeah. And then we, and then we compare that to the possibility uh, to, to the, then the data on how, what your percentage chance is of dying from the disease. Absolutely. If it's yeah. not, if it's not, cared for and treated and vaccinated against, et cetera. And we can compare those numbers and we have, and we know the answer. And the answer is 100% get the goddamn vaccine. Absolutely. Yeah. And this has been how it's been for so long. You know, I Penn and Teller used to do that show bullshit. Do you remember that show? No. Oh, it was on Showtime. It's quite delightful. You should probably look it up. Um, Okay. They're not always uh, 100% spot on with it. But what they do is they basically look at things and just call bullshit on it. It wasn't a magic show. It was a show about, like, skepticism. Hmm. Uh, And so they would look at, like, you know, organic produce. Is that something that's worth paying more for? Or is it just bullshit? Or they would look at whatever. Anyway, one of the things that they looked at, this was long before uh, COVID came along, but this is, they looked at vaccines because, you know, long before COVID came along, there were vaccine hesitant there, you know, there's this whole anti-vax movement. Right. Thinking that it was going to cause autism in their kids. Autism was the big thing that was yeah. based on a, on a fake bullshit story that was later retracted right. and all this other stuff. But ever since then, boy, people have been all, all you know, and you know, there, ha- there is such a thing as vaccine injury that does 
happen occasionally. But gosh, they you know, they did this wonderful thing where they were like, okay, let's just say it does cause autism. How much worse is very occasional causing of autism? Right. Uh, like, is that better or worse than, you know, getting measles, mumps, rubella, uh, you know, uh, 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 polio, all of these things. And it, it, it just became so obvious that the, uh, that even if there were a risk of autism, which there is not, it would still be so much better than what you're risking without it because people mm -hmm. died of all of these other diseases. Uh, you know, you don't die right. of autism. Right. You just live a life with autism. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, it, it, it's one of those things where it's hard to make your brain under, believe that, you know, numbers in millions are much more important than your neighbor's experience or what, or, and this is the other thing, half of the people who are talking about a, an anecdote, an, an experience that they, that's their reason for not taking the whatever, half of those people are either lying or have mm. been lied to because a lot of those stories are bullshit. I, you know, recently a, I, you know, one of the, I don't know if it was Fox or OAN or somebody started talking about how, you know, a, a specific kind of a specific way that the vaccine was injuring people, which was not true at all. Mm. And then suddenly I start seeing on, on Facebook and stuff, people claiming to have either personal experience with this, like a family member or a friend whose friend had personal experience with it. Hmm. And right. it was very clearly it's always the friend of a friend, right? Yeah. But no, but lots of people claiming that their family member or claiming that their blah, 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 someone directly related to them. And they're just lying. They were just lying. But <clears throat> how do you, you can't say that to them. You know what I mean? Like, in a polite society, we're not allowed to be like, oh, I think you're lying. I don't think that's real. <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't come out right. I don't know. Well, I and then other people believe it. And then you've got a whole, Dan. and then you, right. Well, <laughs> I still want a polite society, so I still don't know how to respond to stuff like that. <laughs> because I don't, I, because well, that's nice. I don't want to, you know, it's not like I'm not rude to people and it's not like I'm not direct a lot of the time. But man, you got to learn to pick your battles, especially online. And, and uh, you know, calling somebody out on lying, they're just going to double down. I know exactly how that's going to play out. <laughs> anyway. It would still uh, be fun. Yeah. You, sir, are a liar. Yeah. If it's the right person, absolutely. That's, that would be, that, you know, certain people would just be like, oh, that's a lie. You're just telling a lie right now. And then they'd be like, <laughs> how dare you? The, the outrage would be adorable. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's all I wanted to say. Get, get vaccinated. Uh, first of all, if nothing else, I don't think I'm going to go to the hospital for this. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's good. That's, that's, that's what it's about, right? It may be that even if I had got not been vaccinated, I wouldn't go to the hospital. But, uh, but the chances of me getting the, the disease were very low. And the chances mm -hmm. of me going to the hospital once I got the disease are incredibly low. So yeah, uh, that's worth it to me. Um, 
and you know, now I got natural immunity. By the way, if anyone tells you that natural immunity is better, uh, remind them that a vaccine is natural immunity. It literally <laughs> triggers your immune system to create antibodies. That's that's natural. That's your body yeah. doing the same thing. It triggers your natural immune system to do what it does. And it anyway, triggers it very well yeah. to do what it's yeah. supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get your ba- mm. get your boosters when you can and uh stay safe out there. I and and pray for me while I uh while I <laughs> just sit alone. All the good that'll do in my house. Sad and sick and alone. Oh, Dan. <laughs> oh, you feel better, Dan. Thank I you. I know I speak for I know I speak for everyone when I say that. So. Thank you. I appreciate it. Feel better. It. Uh let us know if you need anything. <laughs> I'll right? let all of you, everybody know. <laughs> I'm sure you could get so much soup delivered, Dan, if you were just willing. I don't trust these people with soup. <laughs> No, not at all. Send send oh, news. Just have That'll to cheer ask. me up. You just <laughs> careful what you ask for, Dan. <laughs> I get those emails too. <laughs> <laughs> send nudes so that I know that Frank sees them. That will cheer me up. Send them all. All right, friends. Well, uh, yeah, there you go. Thank, thank you all for listening. Well, how do we close the show? I don't even remember anymore. You will. We. Oh, uh, you know what? If you yeah. have anything you'd like to, to, if you want to send nudes, you can do that by writing into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or call and leave a voicemail message. Uh, it's not going to do much for the nudes, but the <laughs> telephone number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. That's where you could have seen our message about our meeting being canceled. Uh, and click on the like button. If you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, you can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members-only. Thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you, dear friends, for tuning in. Pray for me. We'll talk to you next week. Bye! Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.